I, I want to say I appreciate you guys recording later than usual, uh, accommodating my uh, my cello recital. It went very well. Better. It was it was a uh, Allegro Moderato by Johann Sebastian Bach, not to be confused with Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. I did not cover a Skid Row. Dave, uh, Dave doesn't tell us about his recitals because he doesn't want us to go. Uh, that is exactly why I don't tell you about them until after them, in which case it's too late for mm. you to go. Because I would get I'd check it out, dude. I, that's the problem. I, I, appreci- like I appreciate everyone being very supportive of it, but I like that I don't know anyone there. and It makes it easier to do. If there were people there that I knew, I'd just fuck up a lot. That's why we want to go. Yeah. <laughs> And every time you fuck up, I'm going to slap your fingers. With <laughs> Just start laughing and throwing start shit. Start over. <laughs> Ooh, that was a sour one. <laughs> a little flat there, Dave. <laughs> this is exactly why he doesn't tell us. So how are you feeling about your cello progress? I'm feeling okay. pretty good. It's been a little over five years now. And uh, like... It's been that fucking long. Yeah, wow. yeah. And uh, my teacher has a couple of... Younger kids, I don't know how old they are, and they're like struggling with the stuff that, like, when I first started out, I'm like, oh man, it's so cool to see like kids failing at something Mm. as a reminder that I'm not that anymore. Right. Which is a little fucked up now that I say it out loud. (laughs) Um, But it's a a measurement of progress. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm using a child's suffering (laughs) as a metric for my own successes. Even better. So, episode 16. Is that what this is? That's what this is. Sweet 16. We didn't do. A whole lot of episodes this year. No. no I, think, I think we did like five. I think this is like the fifth episode of the year, if I recall. Something like that. I mean, we said up front that this was not going to be a regular right. I'm just, podcast. I'm just yeah. comparing to previous. Yeah. 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 Been a little spread out. Mm-hmm. I think we've I think we done a good job of, uh, you know, making sure there's enough to talk about each time mm-hmm. um, by like, you know, holding off. Or was it a bad year for music year? Ooh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Good segue into mm-hmm. the topic for this. Mm-hmm. Should we insert some sort of like catchy swooshy exciting like newsreel bumper sound right here like whoosh (laughs) year in review 2018 year in review awful year well my notes for for this cap are uh i got a lot of posy stuff on this good i don't think think it'll it'll balance out my my shit talking (laughs) i did go back into time i went back to episode 11 our so, 2017 in review oh wait so, so wait did you just go and listen to that episode or did you actually go back in time i went back in time Dave. that's impressive so like you were in the room yes. when we recorded that and right. listened i was there as a hologram <laughs> and i recorded it and then i came back to the present and i realized we already had a recording of it oh yeah, and i could have just listened to it on soundcloud but in, in episode 11 during our 2017 review there was a couple things discussed of what we wanted to see in 2018 oh, yeah. and some of those things actually came true wow like what you said you wanted the gristleizer to come out and it did and it did and you said you wanted that sonic terror in a module and it was and it was we we said we wanted to see more processing especially granular processing mm. or possibly a blown out version of clouds or a high fidelity granular processing both things now exist it's true mm-hmm. we got the nebula 2 which came out this year which is essentially higher quality version of clouds and there's the grayscale uh Supercell? Su- yes yeah, thank yeah. you supercell which literally is clouds with 
everything blown out, brought to the forefront, the whole nine yards. It's like three times the size of the original right. clouds and the whole nine it's yards. It's big and it's got all the blend modes uh, on the panel. They all have individual CVs and a bunch of other stuff. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm like real on the fence with getting one. Like I still have the U grids or U burst rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I got the parasite firmware on there. That's that's like the only thing that I'm holding back on getting one of these is because currently it's just a factory firmware. Oh. If yeah. they release a version that is like capable of running parasite, I'd be all over it when it's back in stock. It's sold right. out like immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get too off track, but I just figured I'd talk about that a little bit. You can't get like the original clouds anymore. You know what I mean? Unless you get it like secondhand, like that got discontinued in 2017. So yep, it's kind of cool that they came, somebody came up with a better version. Although he's been a uh, kind of teasing a little bit that there's another one coming, but it's going to be I a simpler that. granular processor of yeah. some sort. So, Oh, mutable it does? Yeah. 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 That's another thing we were talking about in episode 11. We were hoping that maybe that would come out, like Mark II. Uh, mm-hmm. No dice on that, though. But in the meantime, there's Nebula and Supercell, I guess, to keep people busy with their granular mangling. And the marbles, which is pretty cool. Well, granted, not granular at all, but a good release from you. I just thought it was cool that uh, that's exactly what we discussed at the end of the year. And Yeah. Do we have any um, wants or asks that didn't come true or were flops or... Uh, us wildly, uh, wildly off uh, the rails. We speculated that 2018 would be the year of the Omnimod, which was partially true. Partially true. It yeah. did come out and it did start shipping, but it seems kind of like a flop. Like not many people seem to be raving about it. You know, what I mean, it didn't seem like a wild success. There's no second batch being talked about. It's kind of like it seemed like it shipped out and just kind of died down. Now, how much of that may have just been all of the meta aspect of the Omni mod? Like, it shows up at your door and you're like, I don't even want to fucking look at you. Well, another thing we said Ooh. was maybe somebody will create something that's an Omnimod, but not an Omnimod. That's oh, shit. True. And lo and behold, Zadar came out. Yep. And I think it kind of took it, you know, the bull by the horns there. Anyone that was hyped for, I think, Omnimod or a second batch, I think kind of just jumped on the Zadar train. Like, it's kind of impossible to get right now. Yeah. My first note is uh, Zadar module of the year. I wrote that down, too. Yeah. Yeah. I I wrote MVM. Oh. Most valued module. Slash Zadar. Yeah. That thread is just people talking about how they can't make them fast enough. Yeah. Which is which is an awesome problem to have, but mm-hmm. also kind of a bummer. Yeah, yeah. It's not even till January for yeah. the next batch, which is probably mostly spoken for. Right, right. I wonder if they just didn't realize that uh, it would be such a success, or if they just have to like scale production. So that's two votes for module of the year. Do you oh know yeah, three? absolutely. No, or, qu- no question. <laughs> okay. I don't even know the inter- what would even be the runner up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, for me, the aforementioned Gristalizer. Yeah, that's my yeah. that that is my um, runner. That's of your the, personal second favorite of the yeah. year. Yeah, and then my third is uh, Graphic VCO. Okay, uh, I, I have my I have my top three listed out there, and uh, nice. Yeah, so those, those are mine. I've got my own personal. I would say easily Zadar without question, but a uh, Twin Peak Epoch mm-hmm. Modular Twin Peak mm-hmm. favorite filter ever. Absolutely love it. It's it's the juice, man. It's the shit. It's just I don't know something about it. Really like it. Did you replace any filters with that one, or it just... Yes, um, Polaris. 
Yeah. They mm-hmm. replaced the Polaris in gotcha. the case, actually. And uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. Because it's a weird, you know, thing. It's like two filters, but the way, instead of, you know, making a bandpass filter, you want to kind of always guarantee that there's some space in the middle. Otherwise, you're going to have silence or it's going to cross over. You would have these weird dead spots. So his design was to take the flip of it and to kind of like use that, like the absolute like invert of that and to kind of map it against that. So there's always like this guaranteed space. I can't explain it as well. Like it's really hard to see until you visualize it, but it's really the resonance. Like as far as filters where you ping them and they make a cool sound and you can make stuff out of it, it's the best one I've ever seen by far. Like I've had QMMG, some other things that were really good at pinging. Uh, this is kind of the god for that in my mind. You like turn the frequency down and it's like bass drum. So you ping it like super fast and it's just like very high definition kind of like ping sounds mm-hmm. on top of being an awesome filter. So I'm using it all over the place. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's excellent design. Really digging it. Do you have a do you have a top three? You've only number done, three. You've only done two. I did three. I'm not trying to brag, but I did three. <laughs> you've only done two. Stew on that for a minute. Well, some of us were prepared and some so of us I was, weren't. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Fuck. Probably Mimetic uh, Digitalis. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did we, I mean, yeah. have we gone in depth on that in any of these episodes yet? I know you've had it for a minute, but I don't know if we've done know. a deep dive on it. I don't know if we've talked about it all that much. I don't remember. A little really. bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. It's like a mini Renee. I remember you I saying you say. really dug it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I've had some realizations lately that I don't uh, like sequencers as much within my modular, um, especially if they're doing note work, because I like to do that like in other sequencers. But I've learned that the mimetic is probably my favorite like parameter sequencer of like just like I want to fuck up like a delay line or like mm-hmm. do something like that. Like I like that one because you can do the parameter lock or like the really clever like kind of stop it and just like change a few notes like and you get four of them and it's pretty small. So, and like we were talking about earlier, like the ability to like CV or like hit those triggers and like nudge the sequence in a repeatable yeah. way to the point where you, when you take the voltage away, it's like dead on where it should be in the sequence of music, which we've talked about a little before on a previous podcast, but that kind of like the design, they kind of nailed it and that kind of wins it, wins it for me. I would say that's my third for sure. Nice. So wait, did you give three? I did not. All right. What's your third? Did you write down three or are you mm. going to do this off the top of your head? Like I know off the day. You know, yeah, you know it? Yeah. All right. Well, number one was the Zadar. Right. Number two was the Marbles. Mutable instrument oh, Marbles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though I just got that very recently at the end of 2018, I feel like it, uh, I don't know, it changed the game for me. Mm-hmm. You it know? still counts. Yeah. 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 And it came out middle of the year, you know what I mean? But I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it until just recently. And I was like, damn, you know, kind of slept on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of regret doing that. Can you give it like a brief overview of like you mentioned something about this being the Turing plus Wogglebug. Yeah, that's the best way I can describe it. You know, yeah. it's a pretty deep module. Uh, it's kind of hard to talk about everything that it can do without like comparing it to things that existed before it. You know what I mean? And the best yeah. way I can describe it is like a Turing machine meets a Wogglebug. Shift register, a, you know, randomization, gate output, but at the same time, it outputs multiple uh, CVs that are based on the timing of those gates, the clocks, I should say. It's an all-in-one modulation random uh, orgy of functionality. You know, I, I really dug the Wogglebug. I've had one in my rack for like almost a decade. I feel like you always got to have that element of randomness, you know, right, and right, chaos yeah, yeah. in a modular setup, and I think Marvel's kind of nails it. Takes it to the next level. 
the ability to lock it and CV it and control the amount of randomness that you want can get pretty intense or just very subtle you know, mm -hmm. with your generation or generative patching. Number three, I think, would probably be the Erica drum sequencer. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Okay, that's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say overstayer, but that's not a module. Nope. Well, I guess we're not restricting our we conversations to modules ever. We, so, okay, we, yeah, yeah, you know, I take that back. I like the drum sequencer, but it didn't change my game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so much. Yeah. Like, it just replaced other sequencers that I was already using to do the same job. I just like it better. Whereas the overstayer, like that, you know, that flip, flipped the script for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and overstayer modular channel. I, I guess I should be more specific. I find a lot of the distortion modules that I've obsessively collected over the years are now collecting dust because I just route everything through the overstayer more than anything. Have you made new discoveries since the last... Because you talked at length the last time. What have you discovered since then? With the overstayer? Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly finding new shit with it. Lately, I've been doing um, weird things where like, I'll disable the compression circuit and I'll take the inputs way down and just kind of like give it room to breathe and then boost everything up like using mm -hmm. the other you know stages for gain staging the eq for example you know what i mean things like that driving it with the filters just driving things in different ways uh just finding ways where less is more your first demo that you gave to us uh, everything was cranked to 11 and it yes. sounded amazing but yeah but yeah, just finding like nuances with, you know, between the different circuits by giving them headroom has been a lot of fun lately. If I'm not mistaken, you were principally using it for drums. Have you been using it with other stuff as well? Yeah, I've been routing like uh, submixes through it, mm -hmm. and, uh, atmospheric stuff to give like, you know, just to give things like texture, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah. I've been sending everything through it, mm. you know, and, yeah. and that's what's been leading to like different levels of, you know, experimentation with it, finding out where I like sweet spots for certain things. So far, it's been able to handle uh, anything I've thrown at it, so. That's awesome. Yeah. I had a second note here. I don't know if we touched on this on 2017 or ever in the past, or if this was just something that was like kind of in my brain. Um, but I have the note here that people are still coming up with cool new ideas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're getting fewer and far between. <clears throat> they are, yeah. but they still exist. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like it's gone completely dry. It, it does feel like 2018 was like peak Eurorack as far as like popularity goes and people putting things out. But at the same time, there was so much like just different variations of things that already exist. You, you know what I mean? There was very few like... I'm arguing right. that those gems are is, is enough to go like, you know what? There's still some cool ideas. Yeah. left to still have and it's we're not just gone into a rut of mm -hmm. yeah. copycats it's, or mouth. it's all it's such a high level now too i think before it was like oh this exists well now it's like oh but i've made a better one now yeah. like people are one-upping each other and i think it's like the quality of modules seems to be higher too like digital oscillators are way better than yeah. they were before like it's kind of getting to the I don't know, the state of the art's pretty interesting now compared to where it was, where it was just like, oh, somebody made this thing that was like a Surge or like a Bukla, right. and right. now it's mm -hmm. like another level, which is really cool to see. Yeah, it's one of the things I jotted down that I was hopeful to see in 2019 is more crazy digital shit. You know, I'm tired yeah. of just seeing the same analog circuits being redone, you know, in yeah. slightly different ways, or that just being the selling point is, oh, it's analog, you know? Right. I still kind of feel that way about the... Uh, what was it? The endorphins, um, 
Oh, the the acid. black noir. Yeah, interesting concept, but it, the sound, you know, did not really sound yeah. much different than any of the other analog drum circuits that you could get out there. You know, I was like, if they would have went like a digital route, and you could have like programmed different drum voices, mm-hmm. and then like have snapshots of them that you could recall. Like, I want to see a module like that. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. Like, not another analog want to be 808 or whatever like there's enough modules yeah. out there that can make techno like right. i mean processing power and everything like you're saying like the quality of stuff coming out right now is yeah. uh, you know has never been higher right. and i think there's hopefully someone out there designing some really crazy digital stuff that utilizes the processing power that we can squeeze into a tiny module now you know or just or take some, things to the next level or even something novel like the, just even the idea of like the zadar and mm-hmm. using vectors yeah zadar is a great example I want to see more. Same like here. That. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I want more things with uh, recallable presets too. Exactly. I love that more and more now. It's like I'm just kind of gold to be able to go back to at least most of the sound. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want to see that, and I want to see the ability to CV between it. You know, modules yeah. that can like utilize snapshots. Per se. Exactly. You know, what I mean? and then I don't know. Then you're kind of getting into the territory of like, uh, you know, oh, it's just preset machine. You know what I mean? But like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, well, yeah. Bukla 200E stuff was like that too. Yeah. That was the whole point of the E. And they, I think they like mm. got something pretty good back then, mm. or at least were close to a really good idea. A snapshot is different than a preset. Right. Because like on the, like going back to like graphic VCO, I've got a ton of snapshots now. Yeah. But I put a pretty good amount of effort into each one of those. Mm-hmm. Or those are going to be like, no one else is going to want them. They sound like hell. You yeah. You still got to yeah. patch it. You still got to do a million right. things to get it to do something. And in, actually, in the graphic VCO, there was no snapshots that came with it. Nice. Yeah. Like, it, it really was Just like, this is all you. Yeah, it's yeah. all a blank canvas, rank. I should yep. say. I dig that. Yeah, same here. I'm pretty sure, uh, like, early 2019, we're supposed to see Hertz Donut Mark III uh, from Industrial Music Electronics, a.k.a. Harvest Man. And I'm pretty sure he has a preset like system in that where you can save your stuff and then recall it. And I think you can even see me between it. And I'm like, hell yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's That'd the type of stuff cool. I want to see in 2019. <laughs> I want to see a drum voice like that. You know what I mean? Like an yeah. all in one, like maybe four channel drum machine where you can program each drum, you know, the yeah. way you want, take a snapshot and then like CV between that. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, re- I don't know. Yes. It's the only stuff I have jotted down that I was like really hopeful for next year, but I don't want to, I don't know. It's hard to make a prediction this year. I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was a lot of stuff that was like on the horizon at the end of 2017 rolling into 2018 yeah. right now. Not so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of stuff came out that was either good or got largely ignored. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's like not a whole lot on the horizon that I'm like super stoked for or anything. Well, I've got a twist on that. Okay. I actually have a, I have a counter argument to that. Cause one of my notes is I feel like 2018 is the calm before the storm hmm. for the next wave of video shit. Okay. Yeah. So, um, between, and specifically I'm talking about the structure, which we've talked about in the past. The promise of structure is, is pretty high. Uh, and the, all the new LZX, uh, series of video processing. I um, didn't know there was a new series coming. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Memory Palace is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other ones that are up on our site, and Lars kind of touched on them briefly at Knobcon. But it does seem like that next phase, that next step mm-hmm. in what you can do with video. And this may not be correct. I may, you know, 
be wrong in this prediction or, or this hope. Um, but you know, mid 2019, when you see a video modular performance, it could be completely different than what you expect to see now. Yeah, I mean, there's evidence to support that, man. I mean, KnobCon alone, like we saw yeah. so many different yeah. video stuff, more so than any other year previously. That's true. And I am hyped for structure, for sure. It's just to the point where, like, we've been watching that evolve for three or four years <laughs> yeah. now. It's yeah. like, I'm kind of, it's just like on the back burner for me. You know, when yeah. it comes out, I'm going to be super hyped and jump on it. But, like, in the meantime, I'm just trying to, like, put it out of my brain. <laughs> if they all converge to come out in January, mm. like, I mean, it would just be, like, flipping the script it would flip the script in a pretty short amount of time i'll be i'll be curious to see if in the next year like um so like for live performance modular got like to a certain level of exposure i feel where Mm -hmm. it was like almost like a lot of people are playing live with modulars or like the whole like youtube channel modular performance Mm -hmm. thing became like almost a meme in its own right and i'll be curious to see if people um still stick with using modulars to make music or if that becomes like just like it was a fad that became popular as like all this stuff crested probably somewhere like a little bit of both i would think but i'll be curious to see like how much it still sticks around in the next couple years or if it just becomes this like curiosity and people shift over to like oh i just use like a profit x in this drum machine that's new or something you know i don't know everyone does shit differently but it did become a little more popular to see uh, people playing with a modular live. I feel like there's this other sector entirely of like people making these like really beautifully shot, like the video is beautiful and it's really nice ambient, like high texture stuff. And when I first, when I first started like discovering this and like, listening, I'm like, this is great. And then I realized like six months later, I'm like, they're kind of indistinguishable. Yeah. Like yeah. this has almost become like a cliche in like a matter of like, six months it would be kind of cool if there was an evolution of that like taking that idea and going like okay i spent a week on this patch and i'm going to make this a beautiful presentation but it doesn't have to just be this like really soft ambient it brings through clouds kind of thing yeah. dude exactly i was just going to say that is part of well the biggest part of why i slept on marbles for most part of this year because right. <laughs> i've gotten so numb yeah. to like people just taking any combination of mutable instrument stuff and making you know the same exact sounding thing yeah. with it and putting it on youtube you know and it's real nice like it i is. like it's i'm, I'm not shitting on it it is just i am i'm, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like, shitting on it in the sense of like it doesn't sound bad or like it's not like like people are not phoning it in these aren't this is people putting time in putting thought into it hmm. it's just it's been done to death and this, and i thought magneto was another one that got that ended up going this route. Yeah, yeah. Magneto's lumped in there a lot. Yeah. Boards Canada sound. No, yeah. You'll not. see you'll see clouds, you'll see rings, yeah. you'll see marbles, you'll see plats, and you'll see Magneto all in the same yeah. setup constantly. Oh, and elements. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like always yeah. the same combo of stuff and trying to make the same sound. I like I love mutable instruments to stuff, but like that whole mindset that that's what you're supposed to do with his stuff kinda like turn me off to it for a while you know and i well, started it was hard like, to, and it was hard to figure out that it was capable of doing anything else right because that's all you saw for and yes and honestly to this day for a lot like elements it's pretty hard to find anything that isn't it's like a really lovely ambient right. yeah you, you type in in youtube like any mutable 
module and that's what you're going to find. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to find a demo that isn't that. Right. You know, and for a minute I didn't know what the hell marbles actually did. You know what I mean? Like anything <laughs> that I pulled up in YouTube was just that, you know, yeah. just, just, like you said, I can't tell them apart. Right. You know, it's yeah. like, I want to hear somebody making something unique with this stuff. Yeah. Like it's more than capable than just like, you know, the rings through clouds sound right. like it's, there's more that you can do with it at the same time. I, I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just, yeah. I, I like to find the ugly side of things. You know what or I mean? Just, so yeah. And it, it was just something different. Like, yeah. I mean, they're really indistinguishable. And yeah. I was just thinking of someone like at a table with like a cactus and like this pretty modular, but they're just fucking sobbing <laughs> yeah. at the table. And it's just this horrible, harsh noise. Just like, and they're just like, Oh God, they didn't say it would do this too. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking tears. I don't That's subscribe to YouTube channels. Coverage. That would be my first subscription. I'm, I just <laughs> pound that subscribe button. Crying into my rings. That's what the channel is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Maybe we are missing an opportunity, though. Because we, we, could, we could actually have, like, a yoga class where we, where we have cool. all of these, uh, I mean, basically new age sounding sounds. <laughs> Modules are the new avocado toast. <laughs> this is how I'm just Sit with me for a lovely brunch and listen to my new mutable instruments patch. I just and keep thinking back. of the companion like polar opposite channel now where it's like someone comes along every once in a while and just whips the shit out of a person <laughs> programming a modular. Like fuck, fuck. Ah. <laughs> Pluck that thing one more time. Do it. <laughs> I fucking dare you. <laughs> That's where our brains live. Yeah. In the gutter. Yeah. One might say, in the dumpster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to do no, it. You didn't have to do No, you could have stopped. <laughs> you had the power to stop. I'm glad you didn't stop. Uh, <clears throat> I do kind of want an element still, though. Yeah. I've always, always lost it. After I that. got it again for the third yeah. time. Third, yeah. yeah. Thoughts, thoughts now. Is this it, though? I mean, you find this. I'm keeping it, yeah. I realized, like, it, it is what it is, and I like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the last time I resold it because I thought, oh, you know, Plonk could replace this. But oh, no. that's right. Yeah, Plonk yeah. is completely different and yeah. and gone. You don't even have one. Oh, I do. Wait, where's your Plonk? You? It's, it's sitting over there waiting to be sold. Oh, wait, I did <laughs> sell it. No, I shipped it out two days ago. You're right. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> I forgot. It sold within minutes of me putting it up on Reverb. I mean, that's you why have, I forgot. You having it out of your case and sitting over there waiting to be sold would not actually count as you having it anymore. <laughs> he has that's, it. That's like limbo over right. there. Like, <laughs> like I redid everything over my long weekend. Like I took every module out, put them back in in a way that I wanted, and stuff that I realized I hadn't been using that much, I mm-hmm. just put over there. And I was like, I'll think about selling this or what, but. Yeah, I mean, Plonk is interesting, but it, I just had a couple problems with it in in the mix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It has like a unique sound, and it's hard to make it jive with other things, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. and, and as far as like physical modeling goes, I still like Elements and like Rainmaker as like a processor and all that. Yeah. Like the Plonk was just kind of like, meh. Yeah. I wasn't doing a whole lot with it. Yeah. So off it goes. <clears throat> Funny story about that Elements. That was the uh, the filthiest module <laughs> that I've ever received from somebody. Do you want to name names? I, I don't want to name names. They know who the fuck they are. <laughs> they know what they did. They know what they did. Yeah, I got the package. 
and I opened it up and it was one of those things where like you're not even through the bubble wrap yet but you smell it oh, yeah and yeah. I was like hmm I think this guy might be a smoker mm-hmm. I couldn't tell if it was smoke or like dirt but it definitely was like an aroma came out of the box yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like mm, boy and I unwrapped it and like like you know how like you run your finger along the mantle you know oh and yeah it's yeah. just like gritty yeah. you got that uh, dust on your finger the whole panel was like that, dude. Oh, that's terrible. So I immediately just put it down, and I got the pliers, and I pulled every knob off it. Mm. I threw every knob, because they were filthy, um, into a little Tupperware thing full of rubbing alcohol. Uh-huh. Let it soak for like a minute, and then I rinsed them all off and dried them out. And then I took Q-tips and, and alcohol swabs and just cleaned the fuck out of the panel as best I could. Uh, there was still some grime around, like, the the little, you know, uh, nuts and whatnot and the little plastic knobs on there mm-hmm. that I couldn't get fully clean. I didn't want to yeah. pull the whole panel off. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But I was tempted to. I was just going to take the whole panel off and just give that thing a scrub, like, you know, alone. But, yeah, it was pretty grimy. But, yeah, that was just annoying. That's, that's, I don't have much on the horizon. I got that plat um, because I could swap that out, but I kind of know what to expect there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I know what I'm getting there. There's nothing else that I'm really looking Well, for. I mean, if that's the case for the next couple episodes, maybe we can do some, uh, like, demos. We haven't really done a demo in a while. Some deep dives. Let's get some demos. deep dives. Maybe we can ask the readers or listeners. We could ask the listeners, what would you like us to deep dive? Maybe there's something we hadn't thought of that people are like, oh, you talked about this, but you only glossed over it. Uh, and they want us to sink our teeth into it listeners we're open to suggestions i don't know how they get a hold of us i think we have a gmail account that do we yeah yeah we've had one for a while seen, i mean i've <laughs> seen people leave comments on soundcloud yeah here and there hopefully yeah. they're not like hopefully the, the inbox on our gmail account is like a <laughs> yeah, thousand feet like why won't you get a hold of me i can't remember the last time i checked it yeah me neither oh what uh, this is a weird idea i just thought up to um Maybe one episode we could all do like a 10 minute set. Oh. Or like just a patch. Yeah. Just like make a patch and then explain it. Maybe like go over what it is. And I mean, now that I have this case, I can fucking bring it over here and play it. Like we could do something. Or yeah, even like play it and then talk about it or something. Yeah, I think that's a great I never idea. I thought about that before. Yeah. Might be cool. I mean, if it sucks, we'll just stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cracking the whip dude mm-hmm. yeah but, but i mean like slave master you're talking about like <laughs> such a well-oiled machine like you don't want to be the thing that grinds that to a halt yeah. do you know what i mean like uh, would, how would keep you... the machine going dude. right Just right ranking out the records i hear the owner is like the elon musk of uh four <laughs> labels where you know 120 hour weeks and if you're not pulling your weight like yeah it's Fuck. not just a label. It's a lifestyle. It is. <laughs> it's like driving by that building in uh, Ohio where they make the cruise, <laughs> but it's just like a fucking like. <laughs> it's just Greg's face on the fucking side. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit.
it's just a, it's one of those electronic billboards and it's just me making a fucking mutable instruments ambient patch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the factory doing it 24 oh 7. God. He's got like sandals on, there's a cactus next to him. <laughs> the reverb tail never ends. <laughs> just keeps going. I like my suffering. There's just a, like a stack of Strymon pedals next to him. <laughs> each one's being run into the next. So just all these robot arms just twiddling <laughs> knobs on elements. Just, oh 